0: Lord, as we turn to You this day, bless us that we may understand You better. As we hear Your Scriptures read, let us find wisdom in Your Spirit so that difficult readings may become clearer and that difficulties in our lives are made easier as we follow You and live in Your ways. Let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in Your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. And let God's people say, Amen. Our reading today comes from Lamentations, chapter 5, verses 1 through 22. Lord, consider what has become of us. Take notice of our disgrace. Look at it. Our property has been turned over to strangers. Our houses belong to foreigners. We have become orphans, having no father. Our mothers are like widows. We drink our own water, but for a price. We gather our own wood, but pay for it. Our hunters have been at our necks. We are worn out, but have no rest. We held out a hand to Egypt and to Assyria to get sufficient food. Our fathers have sinned and are gone, but we are burned with their iniquities. Slaves rule over us. There is no one to rescue us from their power. We get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the desert heat. Our skin is as hot as an oven because of the burning heat of famine. Women have been raped in Zion. Young women in Judah's cities. officials have been hung up by their hands. Elders have been shown no respect. Young men have carried grinding stones. Boys have stumbled under loads of wood. Elders have left the city gate. Young people stopped their music. Joy has left our heart. Our dancing has changed into lamentation. The crown has fallen off our head. We are doomed because we have sinned. Because of all this, our heart is sick. Because of these things, our glance is dark. Mount Zion now deserted. Only jackals walk on it now. But you, Lord, will rule forever. Your throne lasts from one generation to the next. Why do you forget us continually? Why do you abandon us for such a long time? Return us, Lord, to yourself. Please let us return. Give us new days like those long ago. Unless you have completely rejected us or have become too angry with us. So the Word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. The last of our difficult readings is lamentations. And part of the reason it's difficult is because we are so often used to Many of the stories that we have and many of the narratives that we get end on a high note. We get something that gives us hope at the end. That no matter how much sadness we see, somebody is there to go, and this is why you should still have hope and why it's going to be okay. Lamentations ends with Why do you forget us continually? Why do you abandon us for such a long time? Return us, Lord, to yourself. Please let us return. Give us new days like those long ago. Unless, unless you have completely rejected us or have become too angry with us. Lamentations ends with the worry that God has left the building. And isn't coming back. Things are dark. Bad things are happening and they're pretty sure it's their fault. And they're worried that they may have gone a step too far and that God's never coming back. And Lamentations resonate, Especially this last Chapter that sort of speaks to us on a very basic level of our own fears. Because how often have we been in the midst of something terrible and asked the question, God, where are you? And it's hard. It's hard because we have trouble sometimes understanding where God is when terrible things happen we have trouble understanding where God is when we have such a great sadness that it overwhelms us and takes up our whole being. That we have trouble seeing God's role in any of it if we even think God is there at all. And the thing is is that when we ask that question, God, where are you? Have you abandoned me? We ask it from a very human perspective. And we put a very human face on God. Because we are looking at our own lives. Looking at the times that we ourselves would say, you know what, maybe, maybe I just need to walk away. I don't know if I can do anything more. I don't know if my presence is even wanted here. I don't know if I can help, so I am walking away. And we see that in ourselves, and we go, If I can walk away, and if I feel like I need to get out of a situation, what's keeping God from just walking away and getting out of a bad situation? And in our great sadness, we make God look like us and think He's gone. And it's easy to do. It's easy to do because when tragedy strikes, if we could hide, we would. When the heartaches come, if we could just avoid them and walk away from them, we would. And so it's easy for us to imagine that when things get too hairy and it seems like maybe we've messed things up too much, that God would also be done and go, you know what, I just need to step away. The good news is, God isn't so much like us. We falter, God doesn't. We lose sight of what's important, God doesn't. We give up, God doesn't. The problem is is that when we get so sad that we think God isn't there, part of the problem is we are afraid to look. Because we don't expect to find God there because we don't think we deserve it. And we hear this in Lamentations. They talk about all the wrong they've done, that they live under their own sin, the sin of their fathers, all the things they have messed up and there is no reason to expect that God is there. They have no reason to think that God would be there because they have messed things up beyond anything they can think of. The thing is, though, is that God is there. Too often we are just too afraid to look because we don't know what we'd say. That in the depths of our despair, if we looked up to God and said, God, what are you still doing here? Because we've already judged ourselves. And we've condemned ourselves. Thing is, God can see what we can't. God can see how things can change. God can see where there is still hope when we think things are hopeless. God can still see that things. Will turn out in the end when we think everything is over, and it may not be what we expect. And it may be that we simply just don't see things the way God does. That God is there because God understands. God understands we mess up and we make mistakes and we need all the help we can get because we're human. And the good news is, is that we have a God that, in order to fully understand just how much we could mess up and how much we could hurt and how much we could feel abandoned, became like one of us to live among us, to feel our pain and our joy, to have our sorrow and our regrets and to know our fear. That we have a God who He Himself would cry out on the cross, Why have I been forsaken? A God who would suffer so that He could understand our suffering. A God who would die to understand our life and our death. Who gives us life. To remind us that His faithfulness to us doesn't waver. It doesn't fade. It doesn't go away. That God is there. That even when we have trouble forgiving, God is there to forgive. That even when we can't forgive ourselves, God is there to help us forgive. Because the problem is that it's not that God has hidden Himself away. It's that when we get to be in too much despair and we have such a great sadness that we bury our faces and refuse to look up. Because we don't know what to say. But God is there to say, it's okay. Yes, things will be hard, and yes, it may hurt. And yes, things may be different. And yes, this may take a while. But God is there to say, I am here for you. Because I have been with you this whole time. I wouldn't walk away now. Not when you need me the most. that God knows we've messed up. God knows the things we've messed up that we don't even realize we've messed up. And yet He still loves us. Yet He still cares for us. And God is there to help us forgive each other and forgive ourselves and to work together. To care for ourselves and care for each other and to work through the sadness and the heartache and the grief because there is always something more. Because God is faithful in life, and God is faithful in death, and God is faithful in life yet to come. God is there. But we have to be willing to look. It would be a lie if I said that God would keep you from ever feeling sadness. Because even in great joy, one can find sadness. It would be a lie if I said God was going to keep you from stumbling and that you will never have any problems as long as God is by your side. Because we're people and we mess things up pretty quick. And we're human beings who live in a world full of other human beings and we mess things up for each other without even realizing it. But what I can say is that as long as God is there with us, there's a way to make things right and a way to make things better. That yes, we may suffer through heartache and grief and loss, and we may suffer through trials and temptations, and we may have to suffer from our own choices and the consequences of our own actions. But we never face it alone. Because God is with us. Know that even in the darkest of hours, we can cast away the fear and look to find God is there with us. Even in the most troubling of times, we can look and God is there to say, I understand. And we'll get through this together. Because God is always there and Christ will never give up on you and the Holy Spirit is there to guide you and lead you and remind you that you are never alone. It's okay to hurt and it's okay to cry and it's okay to worry. But remember through all of it, God is there to help. And help He will if you give Him the chance. Amen.